This is the Pop Tournaments podcast. In Pop Tournaments, we take a category of pop culture and let you, the fans, vote on matchups in a single elimination tournament format to determine an ultimate champion. We are here to discuss those results and the upcoming matchups. Thanks to our great community and everybody who votes, let's start the show. Hello and welcome back, Pop Tarts. I am a cotton-headed mini-muggins, and this is the Pop Tournaments Podcast. Hope everybody's doing well. It is November 30th, 2020. We are coming to you from the temporarily closed set of Jingle All the Way 3, starring former White House Press Secretary Sean Spicer. Um, you know, it's a Jingle All the Way movie. They have to have a Republican in the lead after Arnold Schwarzenegger and Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> They'll just keep getting more ridiculous. Maybe Candace Owens after after this. Um, hope everybody is doing well. Hope uh, my co-hosts are doing well. Uh, we have Ryan Barrett. What's happening, everybody? We have Jennifer Schmidt. Hi, friends. We are here with you on this wonderful Monday um hope everybody had a good weekend jennifer how was your weekend ah uh, it was nice and we got a christmas tree and it's too big for our house so we have to keep like <laughs> cutting it down and making it smaller but uh it's like we got a real one like actually like cut it down steve got the saw and yeah and it so now my house smells amazing so Lo- that's lots yep. of decorations uh yeah absolutely any presents under that tree yet? Not yet. They're all Ooh. still hidden in the closet. Shh, don't tell people. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fun, funny you mentioned that. We're actually, uh, this week, our sponsor is a cacti de- decorated by, like, Christmas trees. A needle's a needle, all right? <laughs> uh, Ryan, Ryan, you got that Christmas tree up yet? No, uh, I I still, we, we have a little, like, silver Christmas tree that's about two and a half feet tall. We might throw that guy up. We're talking about it. I don't know. Uh, just not really feeling the spirit this year. Um, but um, we did take family Christmas pictures today. Nice. Which was awesome. pretty in your matching sweaters. Awesome in our matching sweaters. <laughs> so watch out on social medias. For that, um, we everybody was pretty well behaved <laughs> with the uh, cat and dog in their little sweaters, um, and yeah, that went well. And um, and yeah, other than that, we just um, this weekend. Are we talking about our weekends, or are we just talking about Christmas trees? I don't remember. No, we. I, I was going to ask you what you did this weekend. Talk but about I, weekends. I, I, yeah, but Jen put up her Christmas tree, and so I, I put you on the spot. No, it's great. I uh, I watched a lot of good TV this weekend. I, um, oh, yeah? I watched from beginning to end, finished all of Saved by the Bell, <laughs> the reboot. Yeah. It's oh, awesome. I'm so excited for that. It's fucking great. It's really, really good. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it's, does Mike Golick make an appearance? He does not. No, unfortunately. Oh. But you know, mm-hmm. there are. I think the. You know, the main characters pretty much no Dustin Diamond. 
Nope. But yeah. other than that, everybody at the very least makes an appearance um, from the the main kid group. Mm-hmm. Um, but it the new the new class the new kids are all amazing. Like it's a really great group of people, and um, they it it reminded me the execution of the reboot reminded me of Twenty One Jump Street. Mm-hmm. Like the movie Twenty One Jump Street. Oh, okay. Where uh-huh. where they kind of like, um, it they they, on one hand, it's like a straight reboot of a very loose mm-hmm. concept of like, mm-hmm. this is what the story is. But we're also gonna like take pot shots at how dumb this show was mm-hmm. that everybody was obsessed with, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's really funny and really good. And I mean, we j- we crushed it in like two sittings. Um, yeah, I've heard really good things about how they, yeah. the way they approach the storytelling. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we watched. Oh my god, we I, I've watched so much good TV in the last week. I forgot to say, <laughs> like, we I just started this actually, uh, like right before our last Questos and Recos, so I didn't mention it. But a show called I Hate Susie. Um, it's on HBO. We finished it over the last week, but that show's fucking incredible. That's like top three of the year for sure. Okay. Um, I mean, I would, it's British. I would put it up there with, um, you know, the, uh, I may destroy you as like my favorite Mm -hmm. shows of the year. And it kind of has a lot of similarities. I would say, um, a little bit more on the comedy side, and a little bit mm-hmm. less heavy, but also, I mean, I don't, it really, really great. Go watch it. Uh, okay. I hate Susie. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we uh, watched the first few episodes of The Flight Attendant, the new Kaylee Oh, yeah. Cacao. Is that fun? It's looking oh, it's, fun. It's super fun. It's awesome. It's like a whodunit cool. sort yeah. of. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, I think everybody would would like it um and then last night we started watching the undoing with nicole kidman oh yeah my mom's been watching that Mm -hmm. that that one's a little heavier and like just very serious Mm -hmm. i don't know i'm still Mm -hmm. kind of not as into that one as i am the others but uh Mm -hmm. but it's good it's well done it's prestige there's a lot of good shows out there, and somebody's got to watch them. So H- HBO is yep. fucking killing it. Me and Becky were just talking mm-hmm. about that today. Like HBO has been on <laughs> point this year, like since HBO Max came out. Not mm. to mention, yeah. I mean, oh yeah, I mean, I'm not even going to mention the new episode of Mandalorian on Disney Plus, which was <laughs> like a whole nother fucking thing. I mean, that was like a <laughs> highlight on its own, but. They they ripped off American Dad, and we'll get into that on a future episode. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> or at least somebody in that writers' room had been watching a lot of American Dad <laughs> when they were throwing ideas up on the board. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, I so it's we're November thirtieth. We're past Thanksgiving now, so I feel like it is uh, Jen. You put up your tree. We we were yeah, a little it's early. The Christmas we, season. We got our tree up. It is the Christmas season. And for me, the Christmas season means making fudge. Um, yeah. I, I have a, it's, I don't know why a few, 
uh, many other years ago, I got really into making pies for a while. And then a few years ago, I got really into making fudge um, and people like it. So I'm always experimenting with new and different flavors. This uh, weekend, I did a toasted coconut fudge, which... Um, amazing on Facebook. Yes. Thank, thank you. I was worried that the coconut flavor wouldn't come through enough, but it definitely did. And um, it sounds like we got another winner on our hands. Um uh, probably then later. I need to taste test that for you, so I will be by to get my fudge soon. All right. <laughs> and then um, <laughs> late, later tonight or maybe tomorrow, uh, I'm going to be whipping up the original recipe mint fudge. So that mm. uh, that's always a fun time. And then also, I I, I could not help but um, I, w- I was glued to my phone looking for updates. I was obsessed with this whole Utah monolith. I don't know if you guys heard about this, this, yeah. this thing, uh, you know, oh, yeah, two, a little bit. 2001 uh, Space Odyssey style mm-hmm. just appearing in the middle of nowhere. And it's gone now. Now it's disappeared. <laughs> oh, wow. Nobody, nobody knows what's going on. Um, I, I don't know. I think, uh, I think we <laughs> might have our alien evidence that uh, we've always been looking for. So... I mean, hey, the the government put out all those videos uh, what a year ago, so. Or or maybe it's Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> Is maybe. this a re- I, reboot of Punked? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I fun fact: I thought about getting that 2001 monolith tattooed on me. Pretty much, I I've been trying to conceive of a way to get that like first scene of 2001 into a tattoo mm-hmm. of some sort like the bone or like the monkeys fighting or the <laughs> monolith or something like that that's just like one of my favorite scenes in the history of film mm-hmm. and one of my favorite movies yeah yeah you're right it's it i think that would be a interesting one i, I like the bone idea but uh, so yeah I, I i don't know it it's it's, got, it's gone now and uh Maybe it's gonna be. Maybe it's going on tour now. It's gonna stop at random, mm-hmm. random unique uh, nowhere yep. places across the country. But uh, yeah, so you know what? Actually, now Jen, I'm, I'm so glad that you brought up Christmas trees and and um, you know may, maybe this will. It, it's not December yet. Maybe this will help us get a little bit more in the Christmas spirit. Do do either of you have a? A Christmas ornament that you most remember. Maybe you still have it and still put it up, or, or or something. But a Christmas ornament that really stuck out from your childhood or now with your families today that you just look forward to putting on the tree. Jen, specific one. Um, or what type well, of ornaments? All of my ornaments like are like important. Like I don't just buy ornaments. They've all like been given to me. Um, my girlfriends and I like we do a Christmas party every year. Mm-hmm. Um. One of those people is Ryan's wife, Rebecca, uh, always Cubs. So we do an ornament exchange as part of that. And so that's where a lot of those ornaments are from. Um, a couple cool. others are like my mom has always given, like gives us an ornament every year. Yeah. So, so I've got some of those. I've got some of my like great grandmother's pretty like glass ornaments that I hang up from our chandelier. So <laughs> they've all have meaning. So if you ever want to come over and I'll spend three hours explaining every single <laughs> ornament that I have and why they're meaningful to me. Uh, <laughs> It'll be fascinating to you, I'm sure. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Ryan, anything? 
Yeah, um, mine were all like connected. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I had a, there was a thing much like the Santa bears, um, Mm -hmm. you know, through the eighties, they did a, they did a thing at Hallmark, um, where every year they would release a new reindeer, um, a a new, it was like a reindeer playing a different sport, I think was the (laughs) the theme. So it was like a reindeer, like figure skating and then like a reindeer playing soccer and a reindeer like you know playing football whatever but they would release one every year (laughs) and we that was when i was a kid i like loved that that was Mm -hmm. i was so excited every year to get the new hallmark release Mm -hmm. Um, oh fun and so and we still have all of those um Mm -hmm. so i still always kind of look forward to seeing those on my parents tree nice like, like yep. what about you wicker grown up uh, like it was i'm sure my, my mom was always so frustrated with me because even at a young age i was the sappy traditionalist and mm-hmm. i i always wanted to use all of the old worn out ugly ornaments that we had you know used for years and years and she always wanted to you know get something new and fun and it's the same way like mm-hmm. i love the just the old traditional bulbs i know they're terrible for the environment but man those old just <laughs> glass bulbs I, I always loved the way those looks just looked filled with fossil fuels <laughs> yeah they they were literally condor eggs that they just painted and stuck <laughs> and stuck a hook on so you know, that's, yep. that's, it was, it was our Christmas drive that killed the condor. So, uh, <laughs> sorry, but, um, and also uh, now spe- oh, speaking ahead. of Christmas drives, um, just a and thinking back, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if I've ever told you guys about this before, but my grandma got run over by a reindeer. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> we walked right into that one, Jen. And it, I know we did <laughs> sad. <laughs> but uh you know uh, throughout the um, uh our episodes this month um whenever we have something um you know we're, a lot of people and a lot of businesses are struggling so and i know a lot of uh, mm-hmm. people are still buying gifts so um if anybody has anything uh we're going to take a couple minutes just to suggest maybe some local or small businesses or you know, Etsy pages or, or anything that we uh, might know of or want to recommend to you, the pop culture or pop tournament universe. So, Jen, do you, do you have a small business or anything this week? I do. Yeah. Although it's not a like place to buy things. Okay. But um, I know all of our five listeners have been very jealous of me earlier when I've talked about going up on the rooftop drag brunches. Mm -hmm. But now, due to cold weather and restaurants being shut down, those amazing drag brunches have moved off of the rooftop and onto the computer, and they are digital for the next couple weeks. And I'm so excited, because that's a wonderful way to support our local like drag performers. And so this coming Sunday, I believe it's 1 o'clock Central Time, is there they're doing an elf 
themed drag brunch. So it's the movie Elf mm-hmm. themed. And I can't wait to see what they come up with. They did the digital drag brunches last spring too. And they are so much more fun than you think they're going to be. You think it's just going to be sitting and looking at your like Chromebook as people dance, but it's so much more like interactive and it's just a blast. And you don't have to pay so much for the bottomless mimosas because they're just in your house. Mm-hmm. And then you can Venmo tips to the performers. Um, they There's no cover. They, like, you know, request a cover, whatever you want to send, but it is not required. And you can watch from anywhere now. So you don't have to be in the Twin Cities. All you have to do is hop on Facebook and follow Flip Phone Events. You could also follow them on Instagram and probably Twitter. I don't know. I don't tweet, but just follow them. They give you all the info. They send out the Zoom link that morning and you just hop on and watch some amazing Twin Cities drag performers. It's a blast. What we'll so do. I highly recommend it. We'll uh, we'll link we'll link their page uh, in the comments yeah. on this episode. And you 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 bring up a you bring up a really good point. You know, it's important to support arts and entertainment right yeah, now. I know it's because yeah. they're not uh, they they're losing it's, ways to it's been rough. Uh, mm-hmm. pro- ma- you know, make money. Uh, Ryan, do you got do you got one this week? Yeah, um, you know, mine isn't so much a a specific business as much mm-hmm. as a method. Um, and I know this was something that everybody was pushing and everybody was talking about back in April. Um, and, you know, a lot of these things just kind of got swept, you know, by the wayside um, since everything went back to normal, quote unquote. Right. And then now we're, everything's worse than it was back in April. And mm-hmm. people are just kind of getting complacent and they're not really following through with that, um, you know, charitable spirit that people were feeling back the first time around. And, um, you know, a a couple things that um, are, I mean, restaurants right now, again, and I know this Mm -hmm. is really close to home for me because this is my career. This is what I do is, um, Mm -hmm. you know, manage a restaurant. And, um, you know, a, a big part of my friend group, my you know, my network is, is all restaurant people and bar people and Mm -hmm. everybody is in really rough shape right now. And, um, one thing that you can do that doesn't really cost, um, the restaurant much money or labor is ordering gift cards and ordering, Mm -hmm. um, merchandise because especially like with gift cards, I bet dollars to donuts that your favorite restaurant right now that's still open is running a gift card promotion where they're mm-hmm. doing like buy 100, get 20, buy 50, get 10, mm-hmm. something like that. And, you know, they're gladly doing that because it means to them that they're, they're going to um, get they're going to get the person Mm -hmm. who you give that gift card to is going to come in and give the restaurant a chance and you're going to come back and give the restaurant another chance when they're open again. So like, it's kind of a, it's a win, win, win. Um, Mm -hmm. and so, you know, I, I won't, I'm, I don't have a specific restaurant, but the restaurants that you do love, um, you know, just take a second to go and, you know, when you're thinking about giving gifts, that's a great gift idea is getting um, gift cards or merchandise 
for other people, um, you know, if they if they've got a favorite restaurant, um, get them a T-shirt to represent it, you know. Yeah. I, um, or a, love, or a coffee mug or whatever, you know. I love that you brought up merchandise because that's uh, again, like, like you know, uh, much of what the restaurant industry depends on is continually turning things over. You know, uh, you know, when we do have people in the store or in our shops, we want to turn mm-hmm. over tables because, you know, you want new people to come in and purchase things. But same things with their product. You know, they can't just sit on product and not not make any money and uh again gift cards is a is a great way to you know show that support especially with you know your super local businesses you know your your independent mm-hmm. shops uh, and and i apologize i don't want to take away from that but one tiny little caveat if you can look into the businesses certain like franchises they don't get them like gift card money they don't get that until it's spent at their location because because of you know huh. for, yeah, especially in like the restaurant industry you know like, I, I guess I, I'm I'm thinking about independent restaurants yeah yeah you're super you're yeah. super independent you know again your local the the people that are in your neighborhood they they need that and Ryan makes a perfect suggestion there um, mm-hmm. and and order takeout for the ones that are open again they can't the food doesn't last forever you don't want them you know throwing out their supplies so don't don't feel like you can't order takeout from restaurants right now they want to uh Mm -hmm. get that stuff out of there so definitely uh love that love that suggestion ryan um i have just a a small little uh again very very independent business uh, down here in apple valley um it's a little antique and uh antique furniture and, and craft shop uh called next act um they are extremely reasonably priced they they take old furniture and restore it um and we're not talking about like gigantic pieces here we're talking you know little clocks little chairs little garden stuff Uh um yeah just really nice stuff that that is again affordable and makes great uh unique gifts uh this holiday season so uh yeah let's 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 bring the bring the cheer up uh, you know, now that we're, we're yeah. gonna, I know, you know, it's such a tough year and, and there's so much that, you know, that's, that's taking away from us right now, but we can, we can definitely find ways to, uh, help each other out and, and, and get a little happier. So enough of the serious stuff. Sorry that, <laughs> that we, we, we ran a little long with the serious stuff. We are getting down to the very end of our hilarious heroines final four tournament this this is what we're here for and oh man the last Mm -hmm. the last couple of days have the last round holy cow so (laughs) so crazy um if you if you guys are okay do you want to kind of talk about it as like how each quadrant turned you know so so uh, for the People will be listening on on Wednesday. We're recording this on Monday. Uh, we're down to our final four. Today is our first semifinal matchup, so I, I think it'd be, be a nice review, and we won't take too long. But of the tournament to kind of go through and and see how we got here. But um, you know, our very first quadrant and has been our easily biggest vote getter um, from any tournament mm-hmm. <laughs> up to this point. Uh, Catherine O'Hara just smashing through this thing what uh yeah jen what do you what do you think should we have seen this coming i yeah yeah i think we uh we kind of figured she would be the number one and it's funny that her name was drawn first because i feel like she was the top seed (laughs) 
<laughs> and then she showed up kind of in that spot. So, so yeah, like that, I, I definitely expected Catherine O'Hara to, uh, to be here and to, yeah, slay. Yeah, she's been doing it in all different forms of comedy for 30 years. 40 years, yeah, more, way more than 30 years. Funny thing. So, she, and hitting it with, like, young generations, older generations, who doesn't love Catherine O'Hara? Yeah, yeah. she definitely has touched on, a lot, like you said, a lot of different generations. Uh, I actually, um, my uh, wonderful, amazing, awesome girlfriend Kaylee and I finished Schitt's Creek uh, just uh, two nights ago. Ah! Uh, finally, mm-hmm. finally got to the yeah. end. It was, uh, man, what a wonderful, wonderful show. A, a and I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to say this wrong because I want to, I want to compliment her, but I don't want to take away from anybody else in the cast, and in not right. taking away from them, I don't want to not compliment her. But I really don't think that show could have been as awesome without any one of oh. those parts. It, they, they all had right. to be there, yep. and and she was such a, a bright star in that cast. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. just, and 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 really, they stuck the landing on on that show. I think that was a really. I apologize if you guys haven't finished it yet. So I d- haven't because I don't want it to be over. <laughs> so I have the bad habit of never watching the last few episodes of something gotcha. because I want them to still be out there. Uh, <laughs> so someday. <laughs> Ryan, uh, thoughts on, on uh, you know, this, this just powerhouse in this tournament? Yeah. Um, you know, I am not surprised. I, I also think that this was a pretty... She hasn't really faced off against anybody that's been a huge contender yet. She's got a pretty easy road so far. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's, um, I mean, she doesn't, with the amount of votes she's gotten every round, it doesn't look like uh, there's any stopping (laughs) her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, no, she, I mean, she definitely deserves to be here. I think that. her performance in Schitt's Creek, I think, is the funniest. I think she's... It's funny because that show took, you know, uh, a, a turn after the first season um, mm-hmm. or after the second season even more so. Um, and she kind of became like the comic relief. As the show started to become kind yeah. of more mm-hmm. of like heartfelt, mm-hmm. she kind of became the mm-hmm. Joker, you know? Um, yeah, her her and Alexa really both. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But um, that uh, she's just so hilarious and such an amazing actress. Um, yeah. And I also, funny thing, I uh, happened upon uh, during my SNL rewatch uh, that I've been going through, there's a old uh, pre-taped bit that is introduced as Catherine O'Hara and Laurie Metcalf in The Dinner Party. I think it's called The Dinner Party. And it's just a little okay. five-minute pre-tape. Neither of them were actually on the episode. It was, you know, just they were never <laughs> part of Saturday Night Live. But it was super, super interesting. Hopefully, if I can find that, I will also post that That sounds that really cool. <laughs> you for, And I, all, I always forget mm-hmm. how about how great Laurie Metcalf was back in Oh, she's amazing. She's so great. She, she could have. Yeah, she yeah I was just thinking. I was like, "What kind of list? How can we get Lori Metcalf <laughs> yeah. in this com- in a competition?" Totally. What? Yeah. You know? uh, jumping down to our next quadrant, though, the probably the biggest surprise of this tournament. But mm-hmm. then, when I really thought about it, maybe because 
when we get to all four, I think they all kind of check four different boxes, which is really nice for our final mm-hmm. four. But uh, Kate McKinnon uh, taking it yeah. all. I mean, just knocking down uh, comedic giants to get here. Yeah. What, uh, Ryan? Mm-hmm yeah you know i i think at first glance you're right this is uh a surprise i wouldn't say a shocker but i mean when you look at the other three Mm -hmm. who made it past the first round in that side Mm -hmm. lucille ball Mm -hmm. carol burnett gilda radner and kate mckinnon i know she she seems like the one who doesn't belong right she yeah uh, she seems like the one out of those four who doesn't belong and yet here she is Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because Lucille Ball and, and Carol Burnett went up against each other, only one of them was going to advance just mm-hmm. the, the way tournaments go. So it's not like Kate McKinnon had to beat Carol Burnett. She only had to beat she only had to beat right. Gilda Radner and then only. Lucille Ball. But, yeah. you know, she beat uh, Radner pretty handily. And yeah. she, mm-hmm. you know, Lucille Ball was, was a. Big- Yep. nail biter it was close but yeah it was all but day. um yeah it's it's wild but i mean when you think about it i i think that kate mckinnon is probably the funniest yeah uh, I, out, of, out of the bunch you know i was yeah surprised that- and that like she's got so much variety to her humor yeah. you know i mean all all of those that she i mean gilda radner cut too short with all of her different characters but even so i don't think she had the range that kate mckinnon mm-hmm. has so i think range is a bit, I, yeah I, I honestly the one person who i think out of that four i would have put in over mckinnon just in me my personal opinion is probably carol burnett i was and gonna I think say she, she had mm-hmm. she had that kind of range too where she could play like i mean yeah she could play drama and like musical and just like crush every facet of mm-hmm. entertainment. Um, but, uh, you know, I think, I think it, it's if you're just looking, you know, at laughs per minute. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm not that surprised. Yeah. And that's and that's I agree with you. I think Carol Burnett was probably the one that comes closest uh, to Kate McKinnon in that kind of aspect. I was surprised mm-hmm. Lucille Ball beat uh, Carol Burnett. You know, nothing, nothing against. I was a little Lucy bit too. Yeah, I was a little bummed with that whatsoever, one whatsoever. But I feel like, you know, Lucy is like introducing salt to somebody who's never had salt. And then. Carol Burnett is somebody introducing all the other spices in the world. <laughs> yeah. You, you know, again, right. no, nothing against Lucy, but it's just, you, it, there was, there was so much more that a lot of, a lot of these others did, but yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Kate McKinnon, our, our, our youngest, uh, uh, yeah. entrant in the final four. And we're again, she, mm-hmm. like you said, she deserves to be here. Cause we're gonna, we're gonna see so much more funny from her in the years to yeah, come. Yeah, we really are. It is kind of funny, and I should probably say this after we get through talking about each of these, but okay. I know I'm going to forget if I don't say it now. Just say it now. Looking at all four of these, I bet they're all born, like, in different decades. Like, it kind of... Mm-hmm. It kind of... Um, yeah. It, it, it really split out in, mm-hmm. like, different generations where, yeah. you know, it's like uh, millennial, Gen X... Gen X. Baby yep. boomer, greatest generation. And post boomer, yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> and also funny. Yeah, that is very true. I uh, I posted uh, uh, on uh, as a comment on on your updated bracket, Ryan. They were all kind of born within a nice tight circle. Of, I saw that. That's oh, they were. Yep. The Midwest, East Coast, you know, New York, uh-huh. New York, Toronto, uh, Pennsylvania, and, and Illinois. Mm-hmm. So. Northern East area. Yeah. Yep. That's where the funny, and you know what? So I say, you know, us Minnesotans, we're pretty damn funny. Cold and funny. We're right there next to them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're funny adjacent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that. Uh, well, you know, it's funny. So Kate, our youngest entrant, we go over to the longest, I, I, I didn't realize this, and we never included it in any, co- in any copy. Betty White has the longest career in the medium of television than anybody else ever. Holy shit. Wow. 80 years. She has been working in the television industry for 80 years. So she definitely deserves wow. to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was a that was a definite fun bracket. I think um, she kind of had it from the get-go, though. I think the biggest surprise or the biggest challenge was her and Julia Louis-Dreyfus, who... That what surprised me. I thought Julia Louis-Dreyfus was going to like be like, in our final two and maybe take the whole thing. And my husband was like, oh, no, Betty White's going to win the whole thing. And I was like, what? No, she'll make it a couple rounds. But then they went up head-to-head, and I am very glad that I did not bet on it with him <laughs> because I would have lost. I never would have guessed Betty White over Julia Louis-Dreyfus. But, I'm, like, I'm thrilled. I'm not anti-Betty White no. at all. But, but Yeah. Right. I am anti but I'm just kidding, I'm not. Uh, but I, I I am a little butthurt that she beat Louis Julia Louis Dreyfus. Like I just think that uh JLD is like Yeah the the captain of this ship. Yeah. And I'm bummed that yep. she only made it one round. Um but that's that's the bucket. That's the that's bucket. the popcorn bucket. It yeah, giveth and it taketh away. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, um, so our, our last entrant, and um, man, this uh, this quarterfinal turned into a heater as the day went on mm-hmm. yesterday. Um, Crazy. I think this was our, this was now our, our to date, biggest uh, vote-getting matchup. Um, <laughs> but we had uh, Tina Fey beating Amy Poehler, uh, 142 to 126. This was over 260 votes. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. That's what we want to see. That's how we get the best decisions here is with lots and lots of votes. It's funny, you know, so over on the other side, we have Catherine O'Hara, who's probably the biggest name in front of the camera right now. And then Mm -hmm. we have Tina Fey, who is still in the industry, probably one of the biggest names behind the camera. I mean, don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to take away from her as a performer, but writer, director, uh, you know, creator. Mm hmm. So and then you know yep. we've got Kate McKinnon the youngest, Betty White the oldest. We're we're checking all four boxes here, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. we are. We're, what what did you guys did you guys think it was going to be this close and getting that many votes between Tina and Amy? I did. Yeah, yeah. I mean the battle of the besties, and they like work so great together. So it is hard to like pull pull them apart and. You know, and I definitely voted and campaigned hard for Tina Fey mm-hmm. yesterday, but especially because of all of her writing. But we can't forget that Amy Poehler does a ton of writing, too, right. and a lot of the best SNL sketches that she was in, she wrote. 
And so, like, I don't want to make it sound like I don't think Amy Poehler is an amazing writer as well. But I don't... I think Mean Girls is one of the best movies of the 2000s. Like, hands down. Especially, like, working as a teacher and just, like, seeing... Like, it it was based on a nonfiction book about bullying and how she made Mean Girls. And so it has, like, all of these, like, really true... Um, like societal like actions, and it's so funny, and it just holds up. You know, my seven-year-old son is very into Mean Girls right now. One of my proudest things as a parent <laughs> is that he can make like multiple Mean Girl references. Um, and he fell in love with it because we saw the musical when it was touring last fall. Because there's a musical of Mean Girls too. Yeah, you guys saw it too. Yep. Yeah, and it's fantastic. And she wrote the book for that, and her husband wrote the music for that, and it still has like how they pull all the best lines from the movie in it to it a fun the adaptation. musical is great. Yep. Yeah, it's fantastic. And so she just keeps doing great stuff and yeah, like you said, behind and in front. And I don't think I've ever like related to and loved a fictional character as much as Liz Lemon. So yeah. And, yeah, and that's her. That's her real name. Uh, uh, her first name is actually Elizabeth. Tina comes mm-hmm. from her middle. It's it's Salatina. Yeah, I can't. I tried to pronounce it earlier. I'm like, yeah, that that's probably a bad idea. So I love I love how how you know real that that character really was for her. Thirty Rock is one of my absolute favorite shows. Parks and Rec I, yeah. is one of my absolute favorite shows. Yeah, I agree mm-hmm. with you. I love Mean Girls. Uh, I love, but I love Wet Hot American Summer. The Wet Hot American Summer series. Right. And yep. uh, mm-hmm. It's so. It was I, so tough. It was so hard. I, I forgot about. No, it's okay. I forgot about Wet Hot American Summer. Uh, I I don't remember who it was. Somebody mentioned it on the thread yesterday, and I was like, Oh fuck! I forgot about that. And then thinking <laughs> back to that era of Amy Poehler and like. I, I actually switched my vote. Uh, I, I had it. Mm-hmm. I already had it split. Yep. I had it two for Tina, one for Amy, and then I switched it so it was two for Amy <laughs> and one for Tina. It was so hard. And, like, it was crazy. It was really close. And, like, really the thing that, that uh, made this vote total so different that or so much, like, bigger than anything we've ever had before and i mean it what's not like we've had some really high vote totals before that we're in this ballpark Mm -hmm. but the the total on twitter was like triple funny it was like triple Uh the amount we've ever had on twitter um we had Mm -hmm. like 60 votes on twitter which is like insane i think we gained we gained some like viral traction yesterday yeah uh, around the country um Please feel for and that 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 brings up a great point. So and it's and it's happening again today. Um, so for for all of you out there, when you do vote, and especially if you go and vote on, you know, two of the three sites or all three, mm-hmm. share those posts, re- retweet yeah. those posts, share the Facebook posts. That's how we're going to garner more votes. Help. We don't we don't mind you campaigning if you want to, you know, if all of your mm-hmm. friends agree with you, and so you want to share it to your page to get more votes for who you want to win, bring it on. We love it all. Bring the controversy. I, I think is, that's, yeah. how Rob, that's how Robin Hood got to the finals in, in the Disney, <laughs> yeah. in the Disney bracket. Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. But uh, 
Yeah, I I also I completely agree with both of you. I think that Thirty Rock is an absolutely brilliant show. I think Parks and Rec is absolutely brilliant. They're both like mm-hmm. they're it's like the the perfect mix of like comfort food and a well rounded, well balanced diet. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yep. it's yeah. not, it's mm-hmm. not, it's not the kind of comfort food like TLC is, you know what I mean? It, <laughs> it's right. like, yep. it's like you can sit down and just watch for, you know, on like a Saturday morning, you can wake up and be like, mm-hmm. I'm just going to watch Parks and Rec from this moment until I go to bed. Uh-huh. And yep, they are the two shows I rewatched when... The shutdown started in March. Yeah, I uh, I watched Parks and Rec, and then I was like, "Wow, now I have a lot more time." I had to organize my office, so I started Thirty Rock, and I hadn't done the Thirty Rock we rewatch for a while. You know, Parks and Rec, you do a rewatch of that like you know every other year at minimum, sometimes more often. But Thirty Rock, I hadn't done a like start to finish rewatch in a while, so yep, that was my third week of March. There, we, I, we we actually watched a couple episodes of uh, Thirty Rock yesterday, when we were to take a break from our serious shows, um, like while we mm-hmm. were eating lunch, and we watched the the Rule of Three episode featuring Betty White. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, nice. So let, that's that's our fi- uh, final four: Catherine O'Hara, Kate McKinnon, Betty White, and Tina Fey. Again, uh, we're We've narrowed this thirty-two, this field of thirty-two down to four, and still we don't have yep. one one distinct style here. You know, we have two uh, SNL mm-hmm. uh, cast members, and uh, which you know goes without saying. That's such a comedic institution in, in this area. Yeah. Um, so, who? I'll go first and real quick. I think Catherine O'Hara beats Kate McKinnon, and I think Betty yes. White. Beats Tina Fey, and then all hell breaks was. loose. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't pick a winner there. Yeah. Now, again, maybe maybe a surprise. Uh, you know, so far, um, you know, again, huge huge vote total today. So, who knows what's going to happen in today's mm-hmm. matchup um, and tomorrow? Uh, again, we Tina Fey is such such a huge name. It, you know it. Has she done mm-hmm. enough recently to overshadow Betty White? I don't know. And really, I, I can't. It's tough for me to pick a favorite, even just from these four, if it was a round robin. What do you guys I think? I know. I think if, if I was if I was picking, like, just my favorite, if I'd probably go with T- Tina Fey and Catherine O'Hara would probably be my favorites. I'd probably pick Tina Fey to, to win out of the four. Yeah. Okay. But... If I'm picking like who I think is gonna win, I think Betty White over Catherine O'Hara in the final. Okay, I'm Jen? gonna go Catherine O'Hara over Betty White in the final. Um, I would love to see Tina Fey there though. Yeah. But 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 I this like first round everything made sense and I kind of figured how it would all fall. This like second round has just been totally different. So I thought we'd be talking about Carol Burnett right now. So, <laughs> and Julia Louis-Dreyfus. So I don't know what I'm talking about. So no, I can't wait to find out. Uh, man, maybe we should have a, a third place matchup. Uh, uh, throw it up, uh, Carol Burnett versus Julia Louis-Dreyfus. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, honestly, I think 
I think Catherine O'Hara just has the the buzz behind her. She's done the biggest and most recent thing mm-hmm. out of all these four. So um, that's going to be my pick to win it. Um, I like we all kind of gave different different answers. Very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's going to be um, that's going to be the uh, hilarious heroines tournament. A fantastic tournament. Fun. Thank thank you, Jen. Mm-hmm. Um, what a what a <laughs> awesome. Uh, Thing we you helped us uh, uh, you came up with and helped yeah. us put together here uh, and then uh, in a few days a uh, little tease here we're gonna have something something a little jingle jangly uh, not uh-huh. to quote one of your recos from last week but yeah um, it's a good movie get get back into that uh, music area and and uh, some <laughs> upbeat and maybe a little bit annoying it's music but best pentatonic <laughs> songs. <laughs> oh God! Oh boy! Um, I'm not yeah, a fan. I, I'm excited to I'm excited to see how this all plays out, and I'm excited to uh, get our next tournament out to you guys. Last words, anybody? I have one Ryan. thing, and this was I I neglected mm-hmm. to bring this up during my fountain of recommendations at the beginning <laughs> of the show. One it's other thing I watched that kind of goes goes back to one of our previous tournaments, uh, the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion show. Ooh, uh, oh, on HBO yeah, Max. I'm saving that. It was really fun. It was really fun, and like, yeah, uh, it was. It had moments of like tell all sort of, um, mm-hmm. you know. Vibage. Yeah, because original Aunt Viv is there too, right? Uh, I'm yep. sorry. What's that? The original Aunt Viv is yes. there too. Yep. 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 So that there's some like drama, but there's uh, a lot of tears and like mm-hmm. you know you can tell like how big of a an impact this show made on all of their lives. Obviously, that's not a surprise. But and how big of an impact James Avery, aka Uncle Phil, had yes. on all of their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it's just a really well put together reunion show, and it was a fun watch, quick watch definitely recommend it um and made me brought me back to that tournament and made me think yeah. like oh yeah that the the right dad won in yes there. it totally did yeah uncle phil's amazing and all of those episodes are streaming on hbo max as well like all of the original fresh prints i know that i've been when we were still hybrid for like reward time one of my proudest teacher moments was my student's all voted unanimously to get to watch more episodes of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> so I introduced great. it to them at the beginning of the year and they loved it. And so, yeah. Dirt. So they don't get, it's lots of 90s references. So some of them definitely went right over their head. I'd just mm-hmm. be like, that was someone who was famous in 1994. <laughs> but but, but Jen- even like, yeah. That that was the that was the first woman who Bill Clinton supposedly had an affair with. <laughs> yeah, before Monica Lewinsky. Yeah. <laughs> Dur- dur- during the reunion, is there any point when somebody says something uh, controversial and then Will Smith goes Ooh, and puts his hand in front yeah. of his mouth? I'm sure. I, I don't remember specific examples, but I'm sure it happened. They also uh, Ta- Tatiana <laughs> Ali, who is one of my first like mega crushes, mm-hmm. yes, uh, talks about her first kiss. <laughs> she she her first kiss was on set, like live during a show, like mm-hmm. to another you know, 
Like yep. that was a scripted. Scripted yep. kiss mm-hmm. was also her first kiss. And um, yep. and, and like all, all the other all the other actors like watching her and like <laughs> oh <whatever>. <laughs> <laughs> And then Alfonso Rivera tried to throw to some funny videos. Yeah. I'm sure he did. Yeah. <laughs> He's he's amazing. Like watching him in real life behind the scenes, he w- he is so much fun and just no, like seems cool like such a cool such a cool guy. He does. And, yep. and now let's take a look at these babies falling downstairs. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, so That's what they do. That never gets old. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we appreciate you guys uh, tuning in. We will be back with you next Monday. For the Pop Tournaments podcast, please keep on voting and keep on popping. Pop, pop. (laughs) Bye.